<laughs> what about that? If that didn't put you in the Christmas spirit, I don't know what will. Can we give it up for the band and our production team? That was so awesome. Thank you, guys. Hey, we're so glad you guys have joined us this morning as we celebrate Christmas with our community. My name is Andy. I'm the pastor here uh, at the Summit Church in Oak Ridge, and we're so, so honored that you came. So our hope this morning is that you will create some type of memory that you will be able to look back on and go, man, that was sure special. And maybe even for us as adults, we hope that we will jog a memory of maybe something that happened in your childhood. I know for me, I grew up in church, and uh, one of the memories that I have of growing up in church around Christmas time is that I was always a part of a manger scene pageantry. Anybody else with me? Did anybody else have to do the manger scene thing growing up in church? A few of us. So let me just confess that uh, I always had to be the donkey. I, I don't get it. I'm like 16 years old. I'm like, do I ever graduate from being the donkey? Could, could you let me be Joseph just once? Nope. Andy, you do such a great job being a donkey that we're just going to let you continue to rock out the donkey each and every year. But I'm not bitter, okay? So here's what we wanted to do this morning is we wanted to create that type of memory for you and for your kids. So we're actually going to do an impromptu manger scene pageantry right now in the moment without any practice without anything like that we're just going to bring some kids up so we've already picked a few kids but we need about six to eight more kids that would like to help us pull this thing off so we got some volunteers down here miss allison is going to come out if you would like to be a part of that you can just raise your hand i can't really see anything so yeah bring some kids up all right look we got we got the baby Jesus right here. Let's put that back here. Mary and Joseph. Mary, Joseph, come here. Y'all are, yeah. Joseph, you want to get right here on this side and just go ahead and kneel down. Mary, you're right over here. You make a beautiful Mary. Awesome. And uh, we're gonna put our we're gonna put our shepherds about right here. Shepherds all line up right here. Uh, go you have to go down there and get your you gotta have all your props there. And you don't want to sing. Okay. Angels, angels right over here. Right here. Yeah, this is very impromptu. Do you like being on stage? You make a great angel. I'm just saying. Okay, animals. We need some animals over here in our manger. Yes, you can just. Oh, that is beautiful. You, dude, you are perfect at this. Let's put that back on. There we go. Hey, can I get my animals over here? Animals over here. All my animals right here. Oh, look at this. Completely in costume. This is perfect. Come on over. All of my animals over here, my shepherd's over here, my angel's kind of right here in the middle, a few more, we need animals over here around the manger, right over here, and angel's right in the middle, all right, wow, wow, what a crowd, okay, look, let's all kind of move back a little bit so they can see baby Jesus, we don't want to, you know, get in the way of that, slide back over here. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We haven't practiced this. You guys don't even need practice. We didn't even tell you what to do. And you're like, ah, I'm an angel. I love that. Do y'all sing too? We should give you, no, you don't sing. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to act this thing out, right? And you're, you're going to kind of just do your part when I get to it. So you're going to be listening listen to me. Oh, wow. Listening to me, to what I say, and then uh, you're going to kind of act out whatever I say. Does that sound good? So I could just say anything. You'd have to act it out. But we're actually going to read about the story of Jesus. All right, here we go. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she shall be delivered. Now, anybody here know what the days were accomplished? 
means. Huh? Right, no, yeah, you're just speaking like sheep language there. I think it means that the days just happened, okay? And, and it came time for Mary. Mary, that's you. It's time for you to deliver the baby. And she brought forth her firstborn son. So you can kind of get Jesus, pick up Jesus there. Oh, very carefully, very carefully. Yeah, nice. It's very reverent, very holy. She brought first her firstborn son. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and she laid him in a manger because there was no... <laughs> Lay, laid in the manger, throw in the manger, whatever. Because there was no room. Joseph, there's no room in the inn. You just kind of shake your head, man. Man, we've looked everywhere. There is no room. And there were in the same country shepherds. Over here to our shepherds. Abiding in their field. Does anybody know what abiding? Do you even need me up here? I mean, abiding. Abiding. I, me neither. Okay, so they were abiding in their fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Look at your flock. There's a bunch of people out here. Look, look out, keep an eye on them. We've got to make sure nobody gets away from us. If so, we, we grab them with this thing. But nobody up here. Nobody up here. We're just, okay, we're not Ninja Turtles, okay? And lo, the angels, lo, there wasn't the same country. We'd already talked about it. Lo, angels of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were so afraid. Be so afraid. Oh, ah, ah. okay, hey. Yeah, we're not running over the stage. There's like really expensive equipment up here that I can't afford, and I'm pretty sure you can't either. So they were so, so afraid, and the angel said unto them, Fear not. Fear not. Okay, you're no longer scared anymore, okay? Fear not. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Hey, what are y'all doing over here? Oh, my word. Let's, uh, goodness gracious. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an angel of multitudes, heavenly hosts, praising God. All right, praise hands. Ooh, ooh, praise God. <laughs> so, so good. And saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now, even into Bethlehem, and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known to us. And they came with haste. You guys know what haste is? That means excitement. All right, so we're going to skip. This way, come on. Let's go. We're going to see the baby. Oh, there is the baby. They came with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. All right, angels, can y'all kind of get over here? Shepherds, y'all crowd in there. Shepherds crowd in. Angels kind of get around them on both sides. Some of you go around to the other side. Can you stand that way? Hey, guys. Guys, we're going to need you to look. Everybody looking out to the moms and dads really quick. All right, here's what we're going to do. We got a postcard. Check this out. Greetings from Bethlehem. You guys kind of crowd in. Can you get back over here? We need you in the postcard. There we go. And if you want to grab a picture of that, you can take a picture of the screen. Isn't that cute? You guys were definitely the most lively manger scene that we've had all four services. We're going to have to take the staffs away from some of you. All right, everybody got the picture? All right, guys, thank you so much. Let's give it up for our manger scene. Great job, great job.
some of your kids are really lively. Great job, guys. All right, parents, be looking for your kids. We want to make sure they get back to you and uh, so they can get back to your homes and not ours uh, for Christmas. All right, so here's, here's the thing. Shepherds, wherever my shepherds went, listen, there was one really, really important part of this story that Luke tells that we haven't told yet. You see, Luke says that when the shepherds left and they went back to their hometowns, that they told everybody about what they had seen and what they had experienced, and they glorified God in heaven. So in other words, they went back and they told people about Jesus, the Messiah, being born and what the angels had told them had happened, what had been prophesied for thousands of years had now come true. They went and told everybody. So here's the, the principle for us, is that God has called us to do the same thing. We are to go and tell people what we have seen and what we have experienced through Jesus. Now, I realize that None of us were there that night that Jesus was born and wrapped up in some swaddling clothes and thrown into a manger. None of us were probably, we've never had an experience in our backyard where all of a sudden these heavenly host of angels came and spoke to you in person. But if that has happened, I'd love to hear a little bit about that. So email me uh, this week and tell me about that. None of us have actually gotten to see what the shepherds got to experience. But God calls us to share what we have seen, and what we have experienced through Jesus. And this morning, I'd like for us just to take a few minutes and look, and I'd love to share with you why I think what God put into motion through sending his son Jesus to be born and to live a life that he lived tells us everything that we need to know about who God was and how it sets up what you and I are supposed to share with those in our community even today some 2,000 years later. Now, John, this is where we're going to look at first. John was an apostle. He was actually an eyewitness of Jesus during his life. And this is what John writes. John 1, verse 18. He says, No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God, and is in the closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. In other words, what John is saying is that although nobody has ever actually seen God, that when you see Jesus, that you see God through his life. In other words, Jesus came to this earth to dwell amongst us and to live in flesh and bone so that God could be revealed to the world. So when you see the character of Jesus as he lived a life, as he did ministry, as he healed people, as he had compassion on the marginalized, as he caught people doing things that they weren't supposed to be doing, and he said, I give you grace. And then even as Jesus would, 33 years later, go to a cross and die for our sins and for the sins of the world, what John is saying is when you see Jesus, you see the heart of God. You see, he didn't stop there. He goes on a little later, same author. This is John speaking in John 4, verse 12. And this is what he says to us. He says again, no one has ever seen God. He uses that exact same language. But if we, we as in me and you, love each other, God lives in us. And his love is brought to full expression in us. So what John, he's, he's now said is that, hey, Jesus came to reveal God to the world. But as Christ followers, we are to reflect God to the world. 
He kind of now turns it away and says, Jesus is a light. He has come to reveal. But now it's up to me and you to carry out what Jesus put into motion so many years ago. That we are called to reflect God to our communities. Listen, students, whether you're kindergarten or you're 12th grade, whether you're a college student, maybe there's that kid in your school or maybe there's that student or teenager at your school that, man, they are so hard to love. I mean, let's just be honest. Maybe they pick on you. Maybe they treat you bad. But see, when you say, you know what? I give you grace. What you're doing is not right, but no matter what, I choose to love you anyway. What John is saying, when you do that, you display the character of Jesus and God to the world. You reflect Jesus in your schools. Adults, this applies for us as well. You see, but there's that person that you know right now in your mind. Maybe you're not even talking to them. But they've done you wrong at some point in your life, or maybe they hurt your feelings, or, man, they've got it coming to them. And maybe this Christmas you need to hear that you saying, no matter what you've done to me, I choose to love you. Because that's what Jesus has offered to me. As a sinner who didn't deserve his love, he loved me anyway. And in order to display his love, in order to reflect his love, to my community, and to the world, I give you grace. I extend mercy. I love you anyway. Let me show you another illustration. Now it's Jesus who is talking. Jesus says in John 8, 12, Jesus spoke to the people once more, and he said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. What Jesus is saying is, listen, I came to reveal God to the world, but I am the light of the world. If you will just follow my light, I'll light a path directly to God that you can follow. He is the light of the world. And then Jesus, just a little bit later in Matthew 5, 14 through 16, this is what Jesus says to his followers. Who is his followers? Anybody who's placed their trust in Jesus as Lord and Savior. And you may be here this morning, you're like, well, Andy, I'm not a Christian. Somebody just bribed me to come to this service this morning, and I'm not really sure I believe all this stuff that you're talking about. Well, here's why I think you should listen. Here's why I think you'd be intrigued about what we're talking about this morning. It's because I believe you would agree with me that if the character of God is love, compassion, grace, mercy, forgiveness, and the people who say they are Christians, the one who follow Christ, they are supposed to reflect that type of character to our communities. I believe you would agree with me that our communities and our world needs a little bit more of those characteristics in it right now. But here's what Jesus says. He says to his followers, you are the light of the world. Who? You are. Wait a second. I thought Jesus was. He is. But Jesus is saying, you are now the light of the world. Let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds, and glorify your Father in heaven. See, what Jesus is saying here is that at some point I'm leaving this earth and I'm going to pass the baton over to you and now you are the light of the world. Through me, you are now the light that is called to shine into our communities, into the darkness, so that others know my character, that others may see God through you and through me as Christ followers. Now, I want to give you an illustration this morning that I hope will stick with you. We're going to dim the lights a little bit. I got this light right here, and we're going to shine this light on the back wall. And for this illustration, we're going to imagine that this light reflects 
Jesus. He is the light of the world. And this light is very powerful. And I think we would all agree that when it comes to this area right here of darkness, this light does such a fabulous job of lighting up this place. But see, what Jesus is saying is that now I am passing the baton to you. You are the light of the world. And he calls us to reflect his light to our communities. Now we take that same light and we shine it on hundreds and hundreds of mirrors that are reflecting that light. It begins to illuminate the darkness like never before. And now that light being reflected through you and through me lights up all types of areas all over our community. And we begin to penetrate the darkness. We begin to change our communities because of what Jesus put into motion. You are the light of the world. But see, you and I have a choice to make this morning, this Christmas season. And the choice is this. We get to choose. Will we let Jesus' light reflect through us to begin to light up the world around us? And maybe your light is meant to shine in your workplace. Maybe your light is meant to shine in your schools. Maybe your light is meant to light up your neighbor who lives close to you. May we choose to reflect God's light in a way that it begins to illuminate the darkness like never before.
Father God, thank you for revealing yourself to the world through Jesus. Thank you for that gift that you offer us. You are the light of the world. God, help us as Christ followers to choose to take that light and reflect it into our communities. Starting this Christmas season, may we walk out of here and choose to be a light to the world. We thank you for that gift of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. You may blow out your candles and place them back under your seat. 